Well, hello, family. I trust that you're having an empowering day. I tell you, I am so full of excitement every time I declare those words over your life. Welcome to a Biblical Perspective podcast where God's point of view is the only one that matters. I am your host. That's right. I am he and he I am. I'm Prophet C.T. Johnson. So grateful to be back with you once again right here on a Biblical Perspective podcast. Well, let's get back into our teaching, our series. It turned into a series and I will endeavor to complete, to finish it on today. And that is regarding the subject, God's success plan, God's success plan. And indeed, he has one and his plan of success is better than what you could ever imagine, develop, erect for your own life. I'm telling you, I am a witness. I am a witness. I am consistently in awe when I look at what God has done in my life, through my life, my ministry, when I I'm telling you, even with this podcast, even with being here on Charisma Podcast Network, we are via a biblical perspective, via this platform, via this medium. We are literally being heard around the world in 50 plus countries, including the United States. People, men and women, children are hearing God's perspective on life's situations and life's matters. And so I am in awe at what God has done through me, for me, even with me. And I'm telling you, it's because I yielded and am yet yielding to his will, to his purpose, to his plan. And dear heart, God has a plan of great success for you, for you, and even, yes, you. But as I shared with you on our last episode, it's contingent. The blessings of God, the success of God, the prosperity of God, they don't manifest by osmosis. They don't they don't come to fruition simply because you want them to. You desire them to. You hope they will. They come to fruition by us applying, appropriating. Come on, engaging in the laws, the precepts, or engaging with, I should say, the laws, the precepts, the ordinances that govern the blessing, the promise, the success plan of God. Do you recall what James said? He said, let us not be hearers only, but doers of the word of God. So we began on our last episode dealing with this subject, teaching from this subject God's success plan. And I trust that you have downloaded that episode and shared it with 
all that you know, especially those that are struggling in the area of success. It seems as though as soon as they reach just a sliver of success and they're beginning to prosper and they're beginning to move forward and they're beginning to progress, something happens and causes setback. It could be that the success plan they're following is not God's. Now, let me say this. Opposition, struggle, kickback, setback does not negate or does not, uh, yeah, does not negate the possibility that you are on track, that you are in alignment with God's success plan for your life. Many times we when we experience setback and opposition, we take that to mean that we're out of the will of God simply because uh, things are going wrong, simply because things went awry. No, don't forget, we have an adversary that goes to and fro seeking whom he may devour. So not all setback, not all opposition, not all kickback in regards to the plan, in regards to the assignment is an indication that you're out of the will of God. No, in most cases, it's an indication that you're in the will of God. If there is no opposition, if there is no setback, if there are no enemies, if everything goes well, and if uh, everyone is endeavoring to undergird and support the vision, then that's really a marker, a telltale sign that, mm, you might be baited. You might be baited by the enemy and being set up for the okie doke because anything that God does, anything that God assigns, anything that God establishes will hear me, will experience opposition because the devil will do all he can to shut it down, to impede the progress to mess it up, taint it, destroy it. So don't allow what you may be facing to cause you to prematurely believe that you're not in compliance with God's will for your life. You just very well may be. But how do I discern that, Prophet Johnson? How do I differentiate? How do I determine that? Well, I'm glad you asked. You determine it by assessing whether or not what you're doing is God's purpose, will, and plan for your life. And how do you assess it? You assess it by conversation with him. You assess it through prayer. You assess it through fasting. Am I helping you? You assess it through devotion. You assess it through study. You assess it by inquiring of a true, authentic prophet and or apostle of God. Those are those are the ways, those are the means by which you assess whether or not what you're doing 
is in alignment with the aim and the purpose of God for your life. Hence, you will be successful and even better. You will have not just good success, but what I like to call God success, because God's success is not temporal. It is. I want to say eternal and it's eternal one because whatever he because he is eternal, rather, whatever he produces is eternal. However, what I want you to understand is in saying that is when you do it God's way and do it according to the blueprint of the kingdom. There's no regret. There's no remorse. There's no sorrow. All right. And even if you lose the things, the possessions, the materials, you have an endowment, you have an enablement, you have an empowerment within you that can produce it again. I'm teaching good already. So let's jump into this and do our best to conclude on today. Now, again, I want to encourage you to go. If you have not, make sure you go to Biblical Perspective Podcast, wherever you listen to podcasts, iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Amazon, wherever. Or you can go to CPN shows and download. But I want you to make sure that you download the episode because you need to hear it again and again and again for faith coming by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Now for scripture reference, let's look at Psalms one. Last week we looked at Isaiah one, 19 through 20. We looked at Joshua one, seven through eight. You know, let me double check. Did we actually Look at Isaiah. Now that I think about it, I'm not sure if we looked at Isaiah on last time. So let's see. No, we didn't. We didn't. So we're going to Look at Isaiah chapter one. Let me get to the right chapter. I'm in Isaiah 19. Let's let's go to Isaiah chapter one. And verse 19, verse 19 of Isaiah chapter one. Yeah, we actually did not reference that scripture. So we're going to go there first. Isaiah chapter one verse 19 through 20, and then we will go to Psalms 1 and read the entire psalm because it's just good and uh, there's much for us to extract from those verses of Psalms 1. And then I'm going to give you three points three steps as it relates to 
the success plan of God. Okay. Now let's rehearse our definition real quick before we go to Isaiah chapter one and Psalms chapter one. Let's rehearse our definition for success in the noun form success, the accomplishment of an aim or purpose, the accomplishment, the fulfillment of an aim or purpose, an aim, a goal or purpose. Now, last week we taught this in depth. We laid the foundation. So one more shameless plug. There is no shame in it. Go to the first episode of this teaching, God's success plan and download it. So in episode one, in, in part one of this teaching series, we, we established the difference between God's success plan and your success plan or the world's success plan. God's success plan entails his aim, his purpose for your life, not yours, not your mother's, not your uncle, not your aunt twice removed. See, when you begin to focus on the aim and or endeavor to fulfill the purpose that you've established for your life or that someone else has established for your life, you're not operating or you're not going after the success plan that God has established. You're not in alignment with his success plan. If what you're aiming for, if the purpose that you're walking in is that of someone else's for you or that of yourself, then that success plan has the potential to disappoint, has the potential to Harm has the potential to cause regret and remorse because you're aiming, you're reaching for or endeavoring to fulfill a purpose that was not established by the creator. All right. And so even though or despite how much your mother, your father, loves you, your uncle, or whomever, they may have good intentions, but good intentions does not equate to the will of God. Come on, can I, Lord have mercy, I got to hit the bell already. Good intentions does not equate to the will of God. You can have good intentions for yourself as well as good intentions for others, but your good intentions not align with the word of God. Hmm? And so remember what we established on last time is that it's the word of God that has preeminence. It's the word of God that has priority. It's the word of God that dictates what we do, how we do it. We're not going by opinion. We're not going by what the peanut gallery says. We're not going off of or going by what, Parents feel is best for us because, again, they may have good intentions, but their good intentions does not equate, does not always equate 
with God's will. And so, as I shared with you on last time, I had the desire or the dream to be an educator, to be a teacher. And yes, I am that, but I'm not a teacher in academics. I'm not a teacher as it pertains to education, English, history, science. I am a teacher. I am an orator of the word of God. I am a prophet of God. So yes, I teach people, but I don't teach them how to, to, to solve a math problem. I teach them how to solve life's problems by appropriating the word of God. And so it's important that we understand what 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 distinguishes God's success and your success. If the aim and or the purpose accomplished and or endeavoring to be accomplished is not God's, then that success plan that you're following, it well, I'm just going to just tell you right out. I'm just going to tell you the truth. It's, it's, it's not going to be what you think. It, 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 it's not. It's not going to yield what you think, what you hope. OK. God's way is always the best way. So now let's look. Let's look at Isaiah. Chapter one, verse 19. Come now. That's 18. Let me go to 19. If you be willing and obedient, if you be willing and obedient, you shall eat the good of the land. But if you refuse and rebel, you shall be devoured with the sword for the mouth of the Lord hath spoken it. Now, remember, for those of you that were with us when we began this teaching, remember that we said that the promises of God, the blessings of God are conditional. And there are conditions attached to God's success plan. He has conditions. He has conditions. He has conditions. So if we don't comply with those conditions, if we don't do it the way he has mapped out, he is lined out. If we don't walk in accordance to the plumb line that he has established, then we're not going to get the results that he wills, we're not going to get the results that he's purposed. We're not going to get the results that he has designed and ordained because we're not doing it his way. You can't do it your way and expect to yield God's results. Did you catch that? See, I don't know why or how the church came to that erroneous teaching or how the the church came to accept that erroneous teaching and that damnable doctrine that you can do it the way you want to do it, the way you desire to do it, the way that you feel it should be done and get God's results. No, 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 no. And again, no, no. If you want God's results, you have to do it God's way. Come on. Can you just rehearse that? Come on, say that. Declare it out of your mouth. If I 
want God's results, I have to do it God's way. Come on, one more time. I know your flesh is cringing every time it comes up out of your mouth, but your spirit is rejoicing. Your soul is rejoicing. Come on, one more time. If I want God's results, I have to do it God's way. If you want God's success, if you want the blessing of the Lord that maketh rich and addeth no sorrow, oh, it is available. Yes, indeed, it is available to the redeemed of the Lord. It is accessible to those that are in Christ. However, it is contingent upon our obedience. If we want, I will say it once more. If we want God's results, we have to do it God's way. So his word is contingent, conditional rather. His word, his promises are conditional. Psalms now one, very familiar, very familiar to many. And I want to read all of it. It's only six verses. But I want to read the entire the entirety of Psalm one. And it says, blessed is the man, happy is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standeth in the way of sinners. Conditions, 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 the blessing of God the empowerment of God, the happiness of God, the success of God. We can use all those words synonymously here and not change the word, not add or take away from it. It's conditional. We have to come to this resolve by way of discipline. There's another cuss word that we will not receive counsel or walk rather. Let me stay in context with the text we will not walk which means to live we will not live in accordance to the counsel of the ungodly why because they're ungodly (laughs) can i just teach while i'm teaching that's why it's best that's why it behooves us not to live according to the counsel according to the instruction according to the advice according to the teachings of the ungodly why because they're ungodly their counsel their advice is not beneficial to the righteous because their advice is developed catch this in an unregenerated mind in an unrenewed mind we're talking about God's success plan And many of you, some of you listening under the sound of my voice, the reason why your success has been impeded is because you have been walking in the counsel of ungodly folk. I don't care. Yes, that's your mama, but your mama is ungodly. Yes, that's your great grandmama. Yes, that's your uncle. But he is a drunk. He come on here. He is not regenerated he is not born from above as of yet he's not the elect of God and I'm not saying that none that that all rather of their advice is non-beneficial but listen anytime an ungodly person is endeavoring to instruct you in accordance to 
what God says, what God, what God's will is, what God's mind is concerning something. You need to shut that down right then, because the Bible declares unto us that uh, we're not able to comprehend spiritual things if we yet have a carnal mind, because we yet have the blinders on. We're yet walking in darkness. So, yeah, uh, Uncle 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 Boo Boo might be able to give uh, he might have great advice in regards to uh, the 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 area of, of car maintenance and mechanics. You can receive and you can benefit from his advice in that arena and in that area. But when it comes to him telling you what God's will, what God's purpose, what's, what, what God thinks about something. No, no, no. Mm-mm. That's how you impede your success. That's how you veer from the success plan of God to the success plan of men. I'm teaching real, real good. I got caught up. All right, let's come back. I'm back. Blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standeth in the way of sinners, nor sitteth it, nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful. But his delight is in the law of the Lord. All right. But his delight, his delight, his enjoyment, his excitement is in the law of the Lord. And in his law doth he meditate day and night. Hence, consistency. And we'll get to that here shortly. Consistency. We can't vacillate in 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 our obedience. We can't vacillate in our allegiance. We can't vacillate in the doing. We can't vacillate in the meditating, in the speaking, in the declaring of the word of God and expect his success or the success of God to be consistent. If we want the success of God to be consistent, we must be consistent. All right. Our inconsistency will shut off, shut down, circumvent or interrupt the success that God wills for our life. The accomplishment of, in regards to the aim and the purpose that he has established, you will not accomplish what he has set, what he has established. You will not fulfill purpose if you aren't consistent. We have to be consistent. And in his law, doth he meditate day and night speaks to consistency. Verse three, and he shall be like a tree Planted by the rivers of water, planted, established. Come on, bless the name of Jesus. You shall be established. The winds may blow. The breakers may dash. Come on. I feel the hymn coming up now. But I shall not sway because he holds me fast. Hallelujah. You shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that bringeth forth his fruit in his season. You will be productive. You will be fruitful. You will be successful. But that fruitfulness, but that success, but your 
progressing is contingent upon verse one and verses and verse two. All right. His leaf also shall not wither. Now, is that not success? But that's God's success. See, the world can't guarantee this level of success. No, 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 no. No, they can't. No, 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 they can't. The world can't guarantee this level of success. But God's word can. And whatsoever he doeth shall prosper. You will have the Midas touch. And let's take Midas out of that. Let's take Midas out. You will have the God touch because God is greater than Midas. Huh? We don't serve Midas. We serve Jehovah. You will have the glory to God. You will have the God touch whereby everything you touch prosper, even in a, an, a, an endeavor that has manifested death and that has and, and, and that's decaying and, 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 and that's stinking. But if you are operating in accordance to the word of God, whereby you're aiming to accomplish his purpose, his plan, not yours, and you are willing to forsake all for the Lord Jesus, you will be successful. Now, that success might be delayed glory, but it will not be denied. It might be delayed. You may and will have some setbacks. You may and will have uh, experiences throughout the journey that causes tears, that causes hurt, that causes pain. And you will be tempted to turn back, but you have to come to this resolve. I'm not going anywhere. We say it for the Lord I live and for the Lord I'll die. But when opportunity presents itself for us to either validate those words or or uh prove that those words were stated out of emotions when opportunity comes to see the Lord and the devil to both will challenge what you say. They'll always provide opportunity for us to confirm what we have said or deny it. See? And so opposition, the enemy is going to throw everything at you, including the kitchen sink. However, if you have determined that regardless of what happens, I'm not retreating on Jesus. I'm not going to turn on Jesus. I'm not going to turn away from Jesus. And whatsoever he doeth shall prosper. The ungodly are not so. Oh, the ungodly, those whom aren't with God, those whom have rejected God, those whom doubt him, those whom are trying to serve him and some others. He said, listen, you shall have no other gods before me, God. You don't want to share your man, <laughs> woman, husband, wife, rather. You don't want to share your husband. And husband, you don't want to share your wife. Not if you have good sense. Something's wrong. Well, let me get out of that. Nonetheless, just as I'm not willing, going to share my wife of 18 years 
this September with any man. God is not going to share you. He does not desire to share us with other gods, especially when he has defeated them and made an open show, an open display, an open show of them. All right. So let's finish this. The ungodly are not so, but are like the chaff which the wind driveth away. Therefore, the ungodly shall not stand in the judgment, nor sinners in the congregation of the righteous. For the Lord knoweth the way of the righteous, but the way of the ungodly shall perish. God's success. There is a way that seemeth right unto man, but the end thereof is destruction. Oh, yes, the devil has a wonderful benefits package. He does. It's 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 packaged beautifully. It's it's uh, the the presentation is out of this world. However, it's not what it seems. It's not what it looks like. All right. Have we forgotten that Satan that manifested in the form of a serpent in the garden was the most cunning out of all? He is a trickster. He is, let me forget trickster. Let's go deeper into defining who he is. He is the father of lies. He's the father of lies. He is the originator of lies. And so why is it that the church is yet endeavoring to believe Satan's lies as though some of us are interceding for him and remaining hopeful that one day Satan will repent. No, it's too late for him. It's too late for him. Not even too late. That's a whole nother teaching. Uh, But however, Satan cannot, will not be reconciled to God. So stop believing his lies. Stop allowing him to manipulate you to believe and accept that what he's offering is better than what God has and or what God is offering. Now, let's give you these three steps, points, I guess points is a better word as it pertains to manifesting, manifesting, manifesting the success of God. All right. Let me give you these points and or steps. We can utilize that word step as well. So. First and foremost, and I touched on this. Today, as well as yesterday, yesterday, as well as our last, as well as on our last podcast, I touched on this and I want to reiterate it again before I go into these three points, these three steps to manifesting the success of God. Consistency, consistency, that is the underlining premise in Psalms. One that we just read. It's the underlining premise in Joshua one, seven through eight. 
It's the underlining premise in Isaiah 1, 19 through 20, even Deuteronomy 28 uh, that we read on last on our last episode. The, the premise there, and even in Job uh, 21, 7 through 13, uh, well, not necessarily Job, scratch that, uh, as it pertains to consistency being the underlining factor. It's in Joshua, Isaiah, Deuteronomy, and Psalms. And consistent, to be consistent is, listen to this, acting or done in the same way over time. Acting or done in the same way over time. See, the problem with many of us in the body of Christ is we become bored because we have allowed this culturally crafted generation to deceive us in thinking that we're missing something when we're missing something in following a routine that God has set. It could be because this, this world, it is designed to present you with, 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 with advancements so that one, you're thinking that you're ahead, that you're progressive, that you're on the cutting edge when in actuality the world is deceiving you and actually pulling you away from the foundation of truth, pulling you away from the tentacles of the faith. Uh, That's why Paul admonishes us to beware of those in the last day that they would develop itching ears and would heap unto themselves teachers teaching new, new age philosophy, new doctrine, a new way to God, teaching that there are multiple ways, that there's a multiplicity of ways to God. See, so so you have to be careful about accepting every piece of advancement every piece of 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 uh i'm trying to articulate it the way that i'm hearing it in my spirit you have to be careful not to be deceived by technology by advancement by evolution and i'm not speaking in regards to darwin's theory I'm talking about us not being so quick to go after that which is different because we feel as though if we're still doing it the same way that we're missing something or that we're outdated or that we're antiquated because that's the lie that the devil is pushing now that the word of God, the Bible, the scriptures is outdated and antiquated. No, come on. This Bible 
declared centuries, thousands of years before what we're seeing now. The word of God declared it. The word of God prophesied it. And so we cannot afford to 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 fall prey to this tactic that the devil is using greatly. And that is the advancement of technology and, and, and he will convince you if you're not careful, Hey, you need to switch it up. That's how the fathers of old did it. That's how your mother's generation did it. No, a holiness is still the order of the day. Listen, what God said when he established his word is what he yet means today. There are some things, dear heart, that we as the elect of God, we don't compromise on. I'm talking about God's success plan. And if you want God's success plan to manifest and yield his results, you have to do it his way. And there are many things. I almost said some things, but there are many things that God is not changing. Well, let me say it this way. God isn't changing nothing that he has established in his word in regards to his will, his purpose, his plan and his intent. He's not changing nothing. I don't care who flips in out of the White House. I don't care what advancements we have, we achieve in technology. I don't care if we uh, uh, put men, astronauts on other planets that we have yet to 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 arrive on. I don't care how advanced we become. God is for I am the Lord thy God. I change not. I am the same yesterday, today and forevermore. Can I just give you God's perspective on a biblical perspective podcast? Can I just do that? So let's not get caught up. Let's not let's not be deceived. Okay, let's not be deceived because, yes, God has a future. God has a destiny. God has a plan that is better than anything you can imagine. But listen, it does not come without without uh, uh, adversity. It does not come without struggle. Away with this damnable doctrine and theology saying that when it's God, it's sweatless, it's effortless. That's no way, nowhere in the scriptures. Anything and everything's everything that's God you have to fight for. Come on here. Everything that's the will of God, the purpose of God, the plan of God, the intent of God for your life, you have to fight for. And the reason you have to fight for it is because there's a devil that's trying to snatch it. Why am I preaching on the podcast? Let me, (laughs) let me come back. Let me come back. Let me come back. Pull it back. Johnson, pull it back, pull it back. Glory to God. Let me give you these, these steps to manifesting the success of God for your life. But before I take anything back, I'll add more to it. Glory to God. Come on, because I want you blessed and more, more importantly than me wanting you blessed. God wants you blessed. Catch this, but he wants us obedient. Hmm? 
because it's our obedience that manifests that warrants his blessing. Okay. So consistency, all of that was all of that centered around the definition of consistent. I wanted to make sure that you understood that, that you walked away from today's podcast, understanding that the success of God is contingent upon you having the success of God. You being successful in God is contingent upon your obedience and compliance to the will of God. All right. So if we're going to have walk in the success of God, I already told you that you have to be consistent. However, in conjunction with being consistent, you have to the three P's. We will call these the three P's in conjunction with being consistent. If you're going to walk in the success of God, you have to plan You have to prioritize and you have to pace plan, prioritize and pace plan a detailed proposal for doing or achieving something. The operative word in that definition is detailed. See too many of us. Do you have a plan? Yeah, I have a plan. Do you have a business plan in regards to your entrepreneurial endeavors? Yes. Do you have a plan as it pertains to achieving your educational goal? Yes. Do you have a plan as it pertains to the life that you desire to one day occupy, achieve? Yes. Where is it in my head? That's not a plan. (laughs) That's a thought. That's a desire. Huh? That's a hope. However, that's not a plan for a plan. Again, a detailed proposal. What have you written down? What have you scripted, pinned on paper? Or because we are in a technological age, what have you typed in your Apple notes? For those of us who are apostolic versus you Android people, we're praying your deliverance. Uh, <laughs> all right, because Habakkuk two and two write the vision. Can I just help us write the vi- right? It didn't say speak it. It didn't say think it. All right. It didn't say hope it. It said write it. That's the first step. To walking in, walking out, or walking in the success of God and and, and walking out God's success plan in conjunction with being consistent and obedient and or compliant to his word. Once that's established, because that's the foundation, that's the premise. Once that's once that is established, then you have to seek God for his his plan, his plan, not yours. Because remember, success, the accomplishment of an aim or purpose, whose aim, whose purpose? God's. Hence, God's success plan. If it's your aim and if it's your purpose, it's your success plan and you are responsible to manifest the success, not God. God is only responsible to manifest the success in our lives if we are moving in accordance to his purpose. And if we are endeavoring to accomplish the aim and or the goal that he has established, are you following me there? All right. 
So the second is prioritize. Prioritize. Let me give you. Let's go back to plan real quick. Habakkuk two and two. And then another scripture reference, Luke 14, 28 through 29, Luke 14, 28 through 29. No man goes to war. Jesus says here in the Luke, in the Luke, in, in the gospel, according to Luke, he says, no one goes to war without counting up the cost, without establishing a plan. Many of you listening under the sound of my voice, you are stuck, stagnant, complacent, or you might be uh, uh, experiencing motion, but there's no progression. There's no productivity because you don't have a plan. You don't have a plan. Where is your plan? I know you have an idea. I know you have a thought. I know you have a hope. I know you have a dream. However, what is your proposal? What is your detailed plan? Where is the written vision that supports that explains, that details, that reveals the hope, the dream, the desire. So you have to have a plan. And then second, prioritize. Determine the order for dealing with according to their relative importance. That's the definition of the word prioritize. Once again, determine the order for dealing with according to their relative importance. So once you develop the plan, now you have to prioritize the plan. Now you have to determine what you need accomplish first. You need to review the plan. You need to survey the plan and determine what's the determine the relative importance to what you have identified as necessary parts and or elements to the plan in order for it to materialize you have the priority the steps of a good man are ordered ordered Prioritize God. He orders, he prioritizes our steps. Hence, we are in compliance. He will inform us of what to do first. He will inform us, okay, this is important, but I don't need you to, to put B before A. This is significant. However, prior to dealing with this, prior to uh, uh, focusing on this, I need you to accomplish this because this is priority number one. That's priority number five. And you don't jump from you, you rather you don't jump to five without going through one, two, three, four. Or are you following me? Okay. So prioritize. If you're going to walk in the success of God. If you're going to fulfill the plan of God's life for your success, you have to be consistent in what he instructs. You have to plan. 
You have to prioritize. And lastly, pace. You must pace. You must pace. Can I say it once more? You must pace. Now I'm getting ready to give you the definition, but let me pull the scripture that the Lord just dropped in my spirit uh, to help us establish this point here in regards to pace. Okay. Uh, make sure I have it here. Yes. Okay. Now pace, pace, move or develop at a particular rate or speed. Move or develop at a particular rate or speed. Stop trying to keep up with someone else in regards to what you're doing that is similar to what they're doing. Stop trying to keep up. No, yeah, I felt that in the Holy Spirit. I'm talking to somebody you have your 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 you're being divert you're you're being diverted from the course God has established for you because you're focused on the pace and the rate in which someone else is moving at and that is Stealing your focus. Hence, you are dropping the ball where your assignment is concerned. See, Ecclesiastes 9 and 11, it says, Ecclesiastes 9 and 11, I returned and saw under the sun that the race is not to the swift nor to the battle to the strong. Now, many of you who don't know your Bibles, you mix that with uh, the scripture out of the New Testament and say and say that the race is not given to the swift, nor the battle to the strong, but he that endures forever. That's not a scripture that that's not one whole scripture. Those are two scriptures mixed together. OK, Ecclesiastes nine and eleven actually says that the race is not to the swift, nor to the battle nor the battle rather to the strong, neither yet bread to the wise, nor yet riches to men of understanding, nor yet favor to men of skill, but time and chance happen happeneth to them all. What I want to extract from that 11th verse of Ecclesiastes nine again, is that the race is not to the swift. Just because you're fast does not guarantee a win. God, Lord have mercy. Lord have mercy. Those whom are listening for the first time to a biblical perspective with Prophet C.T. Johnson, welcome. And that bell is a hit when uh, revelation hits my spirit as it just did. And uh, since I can't run here in the studio and, 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 and appropriately teach here on the podcast, that's how I release my excitement when God speaks to me in the manner in which he just did. So let me say that again, just because you're fast, 
uh, uh, doesn't guarantee a win. Just because you're fast, just because you're quick does not guarantee that you will win. And so stop trying to keep up with someone else. You, listen, if you don't have the capacity to do it at the rate, to do it at the pace, to do it at the speed in which they're doing it, you will burn out. You will kill yourself in many instances. You will develop all type of health issues. Come on, not uh, mentally, emotionally. It will affect various areas and aspects of your life because you're endeavoring to do something. Catch this at a pace and or at a rate that you don't have the capacity for. Maybe you can do it at that rate, but you have to build and develop the capacity for it before you jump into it. You haven't ran since Jesus was a baby. And here you are signing up for 300 yard dash. Here are you, here you are signing up for an event that will kill you and or produce all type of physical issues because you have the capacity or not capacity. You have the ability to do it, but you haven't developed the capacity. See, ability does not equal capacity. You may have the ability. You may be capable, but you have to develop the capacity before you get into it. Teach Johnson while you're teaching. So, Stop trying to keep up with others as it pertains to what God has assigned to your hands. Because you don't know unless they told you, you don't know the details, you don't know the specificity, you don't know what's all involved. And if you do know it because they shared it, listen, you're not them. And so stop trying to manifest success. Let me say it this way. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Stop trying to manifest the success that you see of others and manifest the success God has ordained for you. Now, that's a powerful statement to close today's podcast on. Stop trying to manifest, conjure up, replicate the success you see in someone else's marriage, you see in someone else's ministry, you see in someone else's life, you see in someone else's business. Stop it. Stop. Hey, stop it. Stop trying to reproduce the success you see in others and pursue the success plan of God that he has ordained for you, for you, for you. Once again, and for you. Huh? Can you do that? Can you do that for you? And I guarantee you won't regret it and you will be successful. All right? Listen, dear heart, my time is gone and you know that I can't wait until our next podcast. I can't wait until we're together once again. I thank you for listening to A Biblical Perspective with yours truly, Prophet C.T. Johnson. If you enjoyed today's episode, I need for you to rate and review the show on Apple Podcasts and of course subscribe wherever you listen. I need you to rate me. I want to hear from you. I want to know what you think about your biblical perspective 
podcast. Understand that your review helps the show reach more people and impact lives with the empowering, enlightening, and educating word of the Lord Jesus Christ. And don't forget to connect with me on social media. That's right. I want you to connect with me via Facebook. Go to our Facebook ministry page, C.T. Johnson Ministries International, and like it. Won't you help me increase our likes? And there you can communicate. You can connect with me. We can have a conversation. We can have the after show right there on Facebook at C.T. Johnson Ministries International Facebook page. Also, follow me on Instagram and Twitter at CTJ Ministries. Follow me. I follow back. All right. And then I want you to subscribe to our YouTube channel, C.T. Johnson Ministries. That's right. I want you to subscribe to our YouTube channel, also known as Prophetic Voice TV, right there on YouTube. C.T. Johnson Ministries. Subscribe to the channel. Help me to increase our subscribers and click the bell for notifications of when we're live and new content is uploaded. And won't you preferably consider sowing a seed into C.T. Johnson Ministries via a Biblical Perspective podcast. For more information, go to the website ctjohnson.org. And until our next time together, this is Prophet Johnson. You know that I love you. Be empowered.